All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, February 15th of 2024 here. And looking ahead, we have a 12-game NHL main slate tonight, as well as a three-game NBA slate and the Genesis Invitational for PGA started earlier today. So plenty of DFS action coming at you. Good luck to all of you playing golf this weekend. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. And if you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. But with that said, we are going to get the app pulled up here uh sorry for having to cancel the show yesterday ran into some issues made some rookie mistakes on my end but we are back and ready to rock and roll today so want to get our first question in here from cleansing uh cleansinger and the question says scott mentioned in the nhl video that he removes fourth line skaters except for those on power play one. Is there a filter slash auto rule way to do exactly this? Also, is there a filter slash auto rule to not use a particular skater type in the utility slot? Okay, good question. So let's go over to NHL, you know, big 12 game slate. So happy to talk about this. And in my opinion, so there would be a couple easy ways to do this. Number one is to just sort uh, by EV line. So you can see like, Hey, I have all of these fourth line skaters here and you know, there's, there's quite a bit of them, right? doesn't look like any of them are on power play one. So what you could do here is you could do a filter where you say EV line equals four. And then now it will only show you skaters on line four. And then what you do is you just go to this check mark up here in the top left and then you click it. And then now you have removed all of these skaters from your player pool and then just remove this after the fact. And then now you're going to see that, Hey, everyone else is back now. So I've removed all line four skaters here and I'm only left with skaters on EV lines one, two, or three. So that is probably the easiest and fastest way to do it is by using these columns up here. And then the second part was there, is there a filter slash rule to use, not use a particular skater type in the utility slot? So I would just do something similar, right? Instead of doing it on the all tab, I would just do it within the utility tab. So if you know there, you only want to use skaters on like power play one, or if you only want to use play uh, EV lines one or two, if like say you only wanted to use EV one or two in your utility, then I would set this, column to hey i'm in the utility let me look at all players on ev3 and then let me just uncheck them and then let me remove that filter and then now i am only left with one or two so we actually have like a tutorial on about how to do similar stuff to this uh but but it's it's a very similar kind of flavor video so you go to our help docs and then just type in flex because it was made during nfl season so how to control what players and positions are used in the flex, but it's basically the same way here. So check out this walkthrough here and then check out uh, this segment. So you have like the video tutorial and then you also have this office hours demo here and both of those things should get you on your way. All right. Good question there. 
Next question here from Hiker Willie. Question says, besides manually, is there a way to set slash reset pre-build global max exposures, min and max, for a particular player position only? For instance, to limit NHL goalie exposure pre-build. Okay, so if I wanted to limit goalie exposure specifically, what I would do is go into the goalie tab and then in the max exposure column, go to this gear icon. And then this will allow you to set a global max exposure. So say I don't want to play any goalie more than 50%. I would go into this column. I would go into the max exposure, hit the gear icon, and then I would put in the value that I want to use. So this will put it, you know, the 50 max exposure to every single player all at once. And then if I go over to a different position like defenseman, uh, et cetera, here for these other positions, you're going to see that all of the max exposures are 100. So it only changed it within the one tab that we were in. And then the gear icon worked appropriately. So that is how you do it. Pre-build, you set your global mini max or your global max exposure here, and you do it for only your goalies. So hopefully that helps you. Let me know if you have any questions. All right. Question from Red Wings. And the question says, when swapping, should you swap by individual contest or does that not do anything? For example, if I have 200 lineups in, will swapping for those 200 for individual contests matter? Okay, so good question. And then he said for NBA. So in an ideal world, yes, you would swap by contest. And the reason for that, especially if you are on the pro plan is because you're going to have different contest sims for all of these different contests, right? So like say I have, you know, a contest sim for uh, the, the micro max and then the alley-oop and then the fadeaway and then the showtime. Well, if you're late swapping them all together, you can only use a single contest sim because it's late swap. But if you late swap them individually, then you're going to have the ability to do a specific contest sim for the contest that you're late swapping for. The problem is that usually you don't have enough time to late swap for every single contest that you're playing. So something that we talk about here is just doing groups where it's like, Hey, maybe I'm playing five single entries. Well, I'm going to late swap them all together. And then I'm going to pick one contest sim to act as like my proxy as, as my recommended contest, my, my most important contest, whether that is, Prize to first, whether that is highest entry fee, however you define that. But those are like two ideas that I use often here. And then you're going to use the one contest sim for all five contests and let that work for you there. So that probably makes the most sense just given with late breaking news and taking advantage of live sims. You know, you're not going to have the most time in the world to do, you know, 10 plus different late swap builds, but at least that gives you contests, uh, by, by grouping, you're getting similar types of contests and then using a contest sim that you should feel comfortable will provide results that will uh, be be fairly accurate across all of the different contests that you're late swapping for. All right, good question there. Uh, next question here from Mike. Mike said, hey, Andrew, my question is when using min uniques, are you taking away from Saber scores functionality? I've noticed the more min uniques you, you use, the lower the score. How would you get different without taking value away from top Saber score lineups? Okay, so it's a very good question. So uh, you, you are right. 
And what happens here is that, you know, when you build your lineups, Saracen is going to give you the top 20 lineups. Okay. So these are the top, these are the best 20 lineups that, that it's identified. See, well, kind of the problem here is that, you know, Saberson is not good at risk management. It is very good at finding, you know, good high upside plays. But when it kind of locates those plays or like a group of players that kind of fit well together in lineups, it just, it really wants to just jam those guys in because it's saying like, hey, these group of guys are what is leading to, you know, these lineups doing well. Well, when you do that, you know, you're not taking into account, you know, the correlation between your lineups. You know, what if, you know, one guy gets hurt, you know, how likely is that to affect the other lineups in your pool? You know, you can have these like very swingy days where you have like a really good day, but then also like really bad days, right? Like minus 90% ROI. So one of the best things that you can do as a user here is, you know, this, this man plus machine approach where you're letting SaberSim do what it does best of building great lineups. But then you're coming in here, you're looking at, you know, the leverages that you're seeing, you're looking at, you know, the ownerships and the exposures and the pool exposures and trying to make a determination of like, Hey, you know, am I comfortable with this play? And, and you're using your own risk tolerance to, to measure that. Right. So when, when you use men uniques, what you're trying to do is you are trying to get to a set of lineups that is still good, but it has lower correlation between the lineups where if one lineup does bad, that does not mean all of your lineups are going to do bad. And you'll see this within your contest standings. Like your lineups will literally be more spread out across a contest as opposed to grouped all to the left or grouped all in the middle or grouped all in the right where they're, where their their uh, outcomes are highly correlated to one another. So that's why mini uniques is a good tool. You know what, what's happening here is like, okay, when I set mini uniques to three, the builder is saying, hey, you know, some of these lineups uh, had more than th had more players that were the same. So what it has to do is it has to go deeper in your pool to find 20 lineups that have at least three players different from every other lineup in your set of 20. So that's what you're trading. You're trading that diversity for, you know, your Sabre score here, which is a proxy for like the expected value of your lineup. Ultimately, we think it's worth the trade-off uh, just because the swings in DFS can be big with, with such, you know, uh, high percent to first GPPs. So anything you can do to lower the risk and lower variance in, in DFS is, is really warranted. It's, you know, higher variance than other forms of gambling like sports betting, like poker, uh, like pot limit Omaha, et cetera here. So we, we think it's a good tool. Ultimately, it is a tool in your toolbox. It's not something you have to use. I've talked to great players, and they don't use it at all. I've talked to great players, and they really like using it. So it really just depends, you know, what you're after here. But I think it's just a way to kind of judge some, um, just to kind of help you, you know, spread out that exposure, you know, naturally add players to your player pool, lower your exposures, and, and let the builder, you know, you're putting uh, the builder in a tough spot, and I, I think it's a good tool in general that we highly recommend using. All right. Uh, look in here. Uh, those are all the questions that we had in the office hours channel. And I'm looking here in the YouTube chat, not seeing anything. So that might be it for today. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the stream today. Really sorry I had to cancel yesterday's show. Uh, just because I ran into some issues there, but those all seem to be resolved. Stream, uh, 
looks good, sounds good today. So if you guys, uh, you know, have any feedback for me, let me know. But I will be right back here tomorrow, Friday, for our, uh, actually not our last show of the week. So uh, in case you guys missed it, we started doing a show on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern. That show is going to be continuing into this week. So we, we will just be right back here tomorrow, Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern for our next show. And then our last show of the week will be on Saturday. So until then, everybody, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.